Hey, hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hi, pod world. What's up? Welcome to our Better Already podcast, where we try to make each other and you feel better already about living through a global pandemic. Frig. Just for example. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) We're better already now. There's no place I'd rather be than right here and now. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Shannon. Hi Pod. Hi, Pod World. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Oh, I'm what is it? It's Friday because it's the end of the work week. And oh man. I get so tired on Fridays. Do you get so tired on Fridays? Not today. No? No. Do you want to know why? (laughs) Uh, You slept in? I don't know. It was my last day of work. (laughs) I haven't talked. Oh, snap. Are you independently wealthy now? (laughs) No. (laughs) I wish. No, I I have news. I have some news. Do you tell? I'm just going to. Yeah, before you can explain the world to me, which I completely don't understand right now. Mm. Maybe um, I'll have to get Sean from the living room. <laughs> <laughs> get him on standby. We need him. Get him up to the mic. No, you uh, tell your exciting stuff. Yeah, well, just today was my last day of work. I don't, I have not mentioned very much on this podcast what I do, like what my, I mean, everybody's heard that I write plays and mm-hmm. doing a pan- pandemic podcast, but what really has kept me going for the last I guess four years has been working at a wonderful place called the Stratford Perth Museum. And it's a place where I, they embraced me as an artist. They wanted me to do administrative work. Um, but I just, everybody knows what a last day is like. And my, my last day ended on a really big high. Yay. And uh, yeah, presence and happiness. And um, everyone's and so also, happy for you. They're happy for me because the reason why I'm leaving, thank you for prompting me, and I, it has, it's going to be announced in the next couple of days, I think, but so I have been offered, um, I love the Stratford Perth Museum so much, uh, only a dream job could take me away, and I've been offered a full-time permanent position at an incredible <gasps> arts organization, and you're going to hear about it more, but I could not believe it, and I'm very, very happy, but I'm also really sad to to leave the museum um, well honestly because, yeah. just onward and congratulations <laughs> and I know that you're not you can't say all the details but you know when you told me a couple of weeks ago about yeah. this coming into your life you really stood your ground on what you wanted and I think that's so mm-hmm. cool you know you weren't just like oh somebody loves me somebody wants me and I'm gonna like do anything I can but you were like no these are things that you know, like I need and I want and it was really inspirational and awesome to hear you advocating for yourself so I can't wait mm-hmm. to see what happens oh me too and actually I want to I want to fold in a really huge thank you to you Shannon oh stop yeah yeah because um Oh boy, tooting the old horn. I, I've gone out on an incredible high. Like I, I feel like something that I've offered the museum as a final parting project. They got a big grant for me to be an artist and I would never have been able to do what I did in the last three weeks if it hadn't been for you, which is, um, this is the only podcast that I've ever co-hosted, co-produced, co-everything <laughs> with. Yeah. And I, I created a 
a six-part series podcast for the Stratford Perth Museum, interviewing people about what they did um, in their lives when they were younger. And uh, it's it's what I do when I write plays, except because so I worked cool. with you and we had did a freaking hard thing and mm. figured out how to do this. I was able to take what I do in the process and, and create um, – create a podcast and I'm humbled by that and by their openness and generosity and the museum is thrilled and I'm just I'm very emotional I've spent Yay, a lot of time crying today be. I'm very proud oh my of God. myself it's so hard to say that I am proud no. of myself okay let's um, let's have a moment okay yeah. say that again say that again and then let's have, have a moment to like let it sink in say that again I'm proud of myself I'm proud of myself and I'm also <sighs> very aware of the forces around me that I've, you know, brought in and, and, you know, given Mm -hmm. back to like our friendship that have led to a place where I could do this kind of thing. So I just, just, I can be proud of myself, but mostly the point is that I really, I'm very emotional and I thought about you every step of the way. I'd be like, Shannon would be cheering. I wish Shannon could hear that edit. I just did. I just would. So that's, I will hear it. Can we, where can we listen to it? It is going to be probably in the next few weeks, um, and I'll put it out on our social media. I'll share. Yeah, it. It's going do. to be available on the Stratford Perth Museum website for sure. Nice. Okay. And also, there's going to be an exhibit coming in the next year, and they've got they're going to set up a special kiosk there where you can look at photos and listen to the their 20 minute interviews and um, about these amazing people who worked at this incredible place in town and their stories. It was dramatic. And yeah, so it's all there. And I might throw it up on the old Into the Pod universe. We'll Please see. do. You and I can oh talk my God. about whether we want to do that or not. Cause, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down for whatevs. I love it. I think that, okay, that actually leads into something that I wanted to actually share. And I'm so glad Thank that you. I Thank remembered you. because sometimes I have so much things I want to share and then I just start crying and then I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> anymore. So <laughs> one thing that I really did want to share, I have a sour for later, but um, yeah. a, a sweetie sour, funny, funny kind of sour, um, yeah. but a true recommendation. So one of the things that Kelly and I like to do is tell you if we watch something or read something or hear yeah. something that we think you might like. So mm-hmm. I, at the recommendation of Michelle File, my good friend, coach, mm-hmm. and we were guests on her podcast, she reads a lot and she listens to audiobooks a lot. And I was kind of in a slump, an emotional slump about a month ago. And she's like, okay, I got it. I know exactly what you need to do. You need to read this book. So I have just finished reading Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Have you read this? I know who Elizabeth Gilbert is and I've read Don't we all. other books, yeah. but I no, I haven't read <laughs> Was it. it. I have Pray Love by chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so if anyone out there is going to judge me because I'm raving about a book by the author of Eat, Pray, Love, just know that I did read Eat, Pray, Love. And this is nothing like that. So whether you liked it or loved it, this book is just so different than that, right? Um, and she narrates the audiobook herself and she's a little bit self-deprecating. She's like, listen, I didn't know I was going to sell, you know, 6 million copies of that book. And I haven't sold 6 million copies of anything since. So who knows, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But the book is all about um, listening to your creative energy, like whoever you are creatively and the power that that holds on us. And basically like that, that's the ticket to an actual fulfilled life. So if creativity, Mm. it's so cool. And I don't want to like paraphrase the whole book, but she tells this one story, this one story that I just have to try and paraphrase because I think if this resonates with you in any form, then you need to go listen to this book. So she talks about creativity through the ages has always been seen as like almost like a spirit that like touches you and some people have it and some people don't, right? Kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. she 
tells a lot of these stories and she tells about a woman and I believe she was an American poet in, you know, kind of like 1920s ish era say. And ever since she was a poet, since she was a child. So she grew up on like a a poor farming kind of community. Um, and she would be out in the fields, like working all day, just a little, just like an 11 year old kid. And she would see a tiger running in the field and the tiger would be a poem. And she would chase the tiger as hard as she could because she knew that if she caught the tiger, she would get to write down the poem. And like how, isn't that an amazing visual of like creativity coming to you? And I think so many of us have had those moments where you're like, this would be such a good idea. And then you don't write it down or it slips away or, you know, things happen. Right. And so she would say she would run and run and run and leave the field and run and as fast as she could. And she would say the best poems came when you caught the tiger by the very tail. And you pulled the tiger back to you, inch by inch, clawing the poem back into you. And then it like washes out of your body, right? Just this amazing visual. And this woman was a poet until she was like died at like 90 years old or something, right? So the Mm -hmm. story is like littered. Her Elizabeth Elizabeth Gilbert's book is littered with all these little anecdotes about wildly creative people and all the tropes about creativity and her kind of dissecting them and telling about her own journey and how hard she's worked to be of creative person. Right. And I just, I loved it. I loved every second of it. So it was just, that's my book review for today. I love it. It, I love that. And it's so, it's been a little bit on theme for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I did dip back into therapy this week. I had um, some time with my same, same therapist. We don't have to go into it, but same therapist. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah, It was good. good. Yeah. You needed it positive. I did need it. And uh, yeah, the timing was good. Um, I have therapy coming up on Monday. Sure did send an emergency SOS message this week. <laughs> I will be, you sent an SOS message this week? To my therapist. I was like, do you have time for me next week? Because I don't go Good regularly all the time. So she just no. like scoops me in. But yeah, yeah. therapy is therapy's where it's at, y'all. If you haven't been yet, if you've been putting it off for whatever reason, you need to rip that bandaid. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it. I talked about it last time. We the accessibility of it is can be a barrier for people, and that, yeah. that's the thing when you're feeling mo- your most vulnerable and weakest. Like for example, when you're ill, like it's the hardest to advocate for yeah. yourself. And but um, there are resources out there. Your GP. I'm just going to repeat this. Your GP. And there's yeah. a lot of online therapy so- resources out there, like BetterHelp. Um, anyway, uh, and even listen if you, to the last episode for the resources. And, and even if there. you are a person, whether you have benefits or not, like I've paid for therapy. I've paid thousands when I didn't have benefits. But um, I think it's so crazy when benefit companies don't cover therapy, you know, because your therapist doesn't have like this designation or that. Like, Mm. you know, there's so many within the field. I just think it's nuts. And I think when are we going to live in like the current century and just make it accessible for everyone? Like it's... Make it accessible. (gasps) Yeah, I know. Because yeah. So that is And God bless those therapists that have like sliding scales and artist plans and God bless them all. Well, and if you're willing to wait, which sometimes you can't, but like, for example, there's a place in Stratford called Perth Family Services that you can, you can, they're, they're supported. They're, I don't know if it's government or grant supported, but um, that's why just Googling affordable therapy or government support, whatever in my, um, so listen, I just want to draw a line between what you're talking about with the Elizabeth Gilbert thing of, of catching that tiger by the tail, pulling, first of all, the tension and agony and, and fear in that is, mm-hmm. is, is a really big deal because it does cost to be creative. It does cost to 
get in that moment and not let it pass. And, and so it won't happen all at once. Like it's a practice, right? Creativity is mm-hmm. like a practice, but also yes. the same thing of improvising in the moment, you going, I need help. I'm going to call my therapist and picking up the phone and going, you do that a few times. Like sometimes when you feel the impulse, it's knowing whether you're coming from a place of being calm and this is what you, mm-hmm. your essential creative creator self needs. And when you're acting yeah. out, right? Like that's, that's a thing. I'm glad I, I'm at the age that I am. I've been to enough rodeos of acting out at the wrong time, <laughs> but like, that's been a theme of like going, I'll, ju- I'll just give this and I'm going to let you talk. Cause I really do need you to explain the world to me right now because I okay. don't understand it. Um, but here's right. one, write the word problem on your blackboard. Pro- like you got, everybody's got a blackboard, right? Problem. Take an eraser and erase it off. Erase this, yeah. my therapist told me. And and look at everything. And I know it's so hard and I don't mean to diminish the trauma and the triggers and the places that when sudden mm-hmm. things change, like they're real, but you can approach things creatively and boy, oh boy, that in my inner saboteur will turn things into like I'm being persecuted so quickly. So anyway, yeah. I offer that. If anybody's feeling that way, for sure. You are because you were, but you can change it. You can. Yeah. You can, and yeah. on the whole, this big magic book is very a positive take on living creatively because she talks about to the archetype of like art is suffering kind of thing, you know, right. and, and yeah. she's like, no, no, like, you know, and I, I don't want to paraphrase it or spend any more time on this, but it is great. And it's just a really refreshing take. And for a person like me who I don't write plays. I don't write books. I write Instagram posts and I have an occasional podcast. Mm-hmm. So th- those are yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. but that, that sometimes like something speaks to me to write about or to share about or to talk about yes. with you. Right. And to vow, that's my little creative thing. And I don't have to publish, it's huge. It's not even eat, little. pray, love, it's big. you know, like I don't have yeah. to publish or put on a concert or do stand up comedy, you know, like you can have creativity in all your little, whatever suits you. Right. Mm-hmm. Just listen or whatever to the way right it comes voice. to you. Yeah, yeah. and stop pushing it down. Right. Stop pushing stuff down. Yeah, I love uh, that what do you recommendation. Want to know about the world? Um, I uh, have you heard about the Freedom Convoy? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about this little movement? It's uh, just uh, a few people have been posting about it. Oh my god! I unfollowed so many people two weekends ago. So many people. I know. You Shannon post one was like, oh my no. god! So many people are coming off my feet, and you know me. I'm like, oh, my feet is so clean and great and wonderful. But I was like, what? No. And all and also that algorithm thing that if anybody uses certain oh, yeah. words, to feed controversy up it comes. If you even so, see, say the words, oh my god. Can, I, can we just talk to the people of Ottawa and say we're so fucking sorry? Yeah, that man. Living, that you're like sound. That is that's a torture technique. They torture people like it, prisoners of war. And I think like if you're actually like legitimately protesting something like you're mad at the government, you don't punish the innocent citizens. You know, oh. Oh, no. Anyways, Sean told me um, that he said that there is footage of Doug Ford because Doug Ford like fucking groundhog Tim groundhog date himself out out into the Ottawa crowds today he's been Mm -hmm. like missing or something and he was like snowmobiling and they (laughs) took him 
He's such an idiot. And somebody was talking to him and they videoed him and he like he didn't know that they were recording him. And he said basically like, don't worry, guys, just wrap it up because we're going to take the vaccine mandate. The passports are going away like next week or something like they have footage of him like going down to the rally and like totally placating them, which is just. And and that announcement. Did I check my feed an hour, half an hour ago? And it says next week the all the border stuff is changing. And uh, not that it's a bad thing. It's just like, yeah, no, I don't think it it's even, is yeah, a bit I don't actually know exactly. I know that these are the things I know. I know that at public schools, they are going to be allowed to have sports and choir again, mm-hmm. sports and Fantastic. choir. Hard to believe yeah. that we've had two full years without any of that. Oh, um, so crazy. So sports and choir. And I know that restaurants, I think, are going back in another week or two, I think is the rumor, going back to full capacity. And I heard that the health minister person, man, um, they're the chief medical doctor guy. God, fuck. Shannon, do you think you Not could learn Teresa someone's Tam? name? No, the man. Um, is like pretty much over it all. And he's like, yeah, we need to move on. Like w- wrap this up, you know? How do you, so, so what do you know from where you, like, can I just, like, what do you know? Because you're a teacher and you're seeing mm. this play out in a different way than I am. You live in a big city and kids yeah. are getting COVID. Like, what do you, where are you at with it? Uh, I literally looked at one of my colleagues today and I was like, are we going to stop these health passes soon? Like what's going on? Like nobody okay. cares anymore. Like it's, the first week school opened. So in Toronto and I think everywhere in Ontario, the schools were closed for two weeks, right? The, the circuit yeah. breaker. Yep. Then the Monday we were supposed to go back was a fucking snow day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. All those memes that are like mother nature's like the fuck you are. Cause <laughs> literally there's never snow days in Toronto, right? Like never. And I then never. go to bed Monday night. I'm like, my, my husband went out, shoveled out my car, like to make sure, cause street parking, make sure I could get out in the morning, you know, just the whole thing. Don't I wake up 6 a.m. Uh, Tuesday, shut her down, like yeah. shut it down because they couldn't move the snow mm. fast enough. So we had two more days off. So once we went back to school, that had been a long time since we had been, a month really, that school had been closed. Um, I think we had 17 cases or 20 cases of Omicron where I work, um, mm. but they don't care anymore. Like nobody, you don't isolate, like you don't um, quarantine the class. You don't do anything. You literally just send an email and say, there's been an exposure in your child's class. Like there's no further action needed. Like it's so lackadaisical. Like we still wear masks and sanitize and I still tell them not to talk at lunch with their masks off. But nobody is worried. I feel like the worry, the real worry part is gone. Yeah. Well, let's all hope that that is true and that we don't need to worry. I think Dr. Pai might have something else to say about that, which is like, yeah, but, ho- but we just have to, ho- like, we're human. Like people are human. We are going to hope like, this is what we're hoping for. This will become endemic, but mm-hmm. the virus will weaken. I just want to say to everybody out there who's got autoimmune disease or yeah. like, like my, my daughter's father is 78 years old Mm. and he's been quoting to me stuff about how people are saying things like well the older people they've lived their lives they need they need to just take one for the team of the young people i know i'm getting i mean go and talk to somebody who's 80 years old who's listening to the news um poor people but i know i mean let's just i don't mind just hoping that it's true that it gets 
weaker and we well, deal with it and sure hell we, we canceled to move christmas we got to move christmas to october november sorry yeah. that is so waspy because like, there's a whole ton of holidays but we feel well, they all we feel that holiday a lot because we have got so much labor to do so <sighs> i got a robe um <laughs> i got a booster <laughs> i wish you'd get a booster uh did you get your booster yeah yeah, you got yours. It's like old news. Um, yeah, well, Maddie knows going back to school Monday. I'm starting amazing. my new job Monday. Valentine's oh Day God. is Monday. A lot, and then a lot is happening Monday. And you know, the truant. And this is sort of a sour that turned okay. The truant officer called because what oh. happened over here hmm. was that Maddie Nell, um, she had not had her second vaccination. Cedric and I, sorry. Okay, the cat is out of the bag. Her dad's you, You've said Cedric. his name before. You've said his name before. <laughs> we were like, you know, let's make sure she's, according to whatever science we have, she's the most protected she can be. So we're going to give it two weeks. So she didn't go back to school when everybody else did. Right. Because I didn't want her to yeah. get sick. Get right? it. So, and she yeah. probably would have because well, that's when everyone got all, it. Well, we're and we're all going to, but we. I think the idea of being as much protected as you can be. Yes. I don't blame um, you at all. Yeah, so so she's going back, and I'm going to work, and I can't remember what what is I she excited? About, oh man, like it, it it's been yeah, a she hot is so minute, excited. Man. She wants to be in minute. school, but her main thing was like, oh no, it's Valentine's Day. She made Valentine's for every single person in her class, and she's worried because she's been away that people won't make them for her. So I emailed her teacher. Kind of, I don't know what you think of this, but I was like, Maddie Nell's really excited to come back and it, it will be Valentine's Day and she's made Valentine's for people. So we just wanted to give you a heads up. Meaning like, please tell please. everybody to make her a Valentine's Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she probably will if she's on the attendance. I told my class today, because <laughs> I don't know, Valentine's Day is – I took the day off. I'm not even going in. I have a supply teacher. Um, it's not like a real holiday. But I said to them, just a reminder that if you are bringing treats, it's for everyone. And like, yeah, you know, yeah. hopefully smart parents will pack one or two extra should disaster happen. But, you know, it's this is the kind of thing at schools that create a lot of unnecessary tears. <laughs> Sad to I say. know. I know. I know. Well, just going back to the truant officer, which I was warned because I called the school about a week ago going, look, like I'm doing this thing as if it's a normal thing, but I don't know if it is. Where are we at here? And um, they were great. And they just were like, you know, I got that thing into my head. She's going to fail, you know, grades. they were like, she's, no, that's not going to happen. Definitely. You're going to get a call and you explain your position and it'll be fine. And you know what? It was. So thank you, compassionate yeah. people. Thank you. Like yeah. in the land of Ontario where laws and permits and all this sort of stuff or people take it so seriously. I get this feeling of this understanding and flexibility. Um, I know it's not everywhere, and I know people are having not a good time with it, but yeah. that was nice. That was good. That was cool. I refer that was to cool, child. truant officer. That was cool. <laughs> I mm -hmm. refer I referred a student to the truancy officer recently, and I like almost lost sleep about it. I felt so bad because I was like, "Oh man, this sucks for this family. He's going to get this phone call." But it's the duty of mm -hmm. care, right? Like we do, we yep. are obligated to know where they are and like what the heck's yeah. happening. So yeah, yep, and it. It happens, and the truant officer was like, "I don't think they're called that anymore." But she just said, it's "Probably you're a, it's help family her. services or something." She called from the school. Yeah, yeah. she called mm -hmm. from the school. So, and she just confirmed that I was going to help her with her reentry into school and catch up. And <laughs> you're going to slow the car down while you toss her out onto the sidewalk. <laughs> 
I mean, like, yeah. So anyway, that's what's okay. happening. I think we have done a good job of explaining the world. Um, oh, I don't think we explained anything. But you know what? People, if you don't know what's happening, just pop on Instagram, look up some people from high school, see what they're doing, unfollow them, and then believe the opposite. That's pretty much Because <laughs> that's pretty much what's happening in the world right now. Oh, my God. What the F? Um, all right. So I really appreciate you making the time to chat with me, and I love catching oh, up with too. you. Me too. And I literally hope that you have the most wonderful day mm. at work on Monday. Just Thank soak you. it up. Literally so excited for you. I'm Congratulations. Excited. Thank you. Thank you. And a final recommendation, cultural, oh, yeah. cult, like a, a podcast mm-hmm. recommendation from mm-hmm. me. Oh, if you haven't listened to Sweet Bobby yet, give no, it a try. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write yeah. it down. Is it like yeah. episodic or like what? It's it's six parts. It's a British journalist and it's okay. in the true crime zone, but it's it's about catfishing online. Ooh, and love that shit. It's got some twisty twist and I heard about it from my favorite murder. And uh, I, these days it takes a lot to, for me to get interested for what, I don't know why, but I, it, it was Your good. brain's so busy. I, yeah. I love you. Well. I love you so much. <laughs> I love the pod world. And uh, we love you. Yeah, we'll Thank just, you for listening. Yeah. yeah. We love you so much. Email, Facebook, you know, do all those things. Share us with people that you think might like to hear. Our and we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to abandon you. Like we're feeling no. it out, but Shannon and I are going to check in a minimum once a month. <laughs> like, yeah. And you can still email us more. if you have things you want to talk about. And I do still want to have Kelly, my, yeah. um, doula, amazing yeah. practitioner. Um, well, she's retired doula now. I want to have her yeah. on cause she has so many interesting things to say about health and wellness. And I just want to yeah, chat with her. Important. She's such a good energy. Um, mm-hmm. and Alana, our podcast artwork designer wants to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she's a very cool, good, uh, very woman good. as well. We love you, Pod World. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>